Welcome to the Birthing in New Earth podcast, awakening the divine feminine in birth, business, and spirituality. My name is Samantha, and in this podcast, I'll be having conversations with movers and shakers from around the world on a range of topics. I truly believe that when we tap into the areas around birth and business and spirituality, there is true potential for change in the world. The time is now to create the future of our dreams. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Birthing in New Earth podcast. This is Samantha, and in this week's episode, we have the beautiful Amanda Noga. Amanda Noga is a dear friend of mine. We have been friends for, gosh, a long time now, and it was such a pleasure to share in this episode with her. We are collaborating together to create a solstice event called Activate Your Light. Amanda is the founder of Karma Collab, and all our proceeds from this gathering, from this event, are going to be going to Karma Collab. Karma Collab is a for-purpose social enterprise that is dedicated to the education of girls in India and the empowerment of women on a global scale. We dive deep into what this event is about, how we can begin to activate our light in this time and how important it is we begin to step up into our purpose, into our calling, into our passions at this time and how, you know, it can be scary, but when we do this together in community, we are stronger, we are more powerful. And yeah, this event is going to be super beautiful. It's just a really beautiful way to enter into this very special time of the solstice, really tapping into the energies of this time, especially on the global scale with the events that everything that is happening right now, it truly is a very pivotal time on our planet. And now more than ever, it is time to gather. It is time to step up into our power and activate our light. So enjoy this episode. It was such a beautiful deep dive. And join us, join us for this solstice event. It's December 19th. It is $44 and all the proceeds are going to the Karma Collab organization, which is helping women and girls in school. And yeah, it's going to be a beautiful day, day retreat. So to find out more, links are below. Hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Sending so much love to you all in this time. I am beyond excited to have Amanda Noga with us today on our podcast. We have such amazing things to talk about. We have a beautiful event we're collaborating on. And yeah, I love Amanda. Amanda's been in my life for, gosh... I don't know, 12, 13 years, something like that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and we haven't been able to see each other for, what, two years now, which has been a bit yeah. sad, but I'm happy to connect with you here today. And yeah, you're doing such amazing things in the world. And I'm so inspired by you and grateful for you to be in my life. And yeah, thank you for being here. I feel the same way, Sammy. I'm so proud of you for everything that you've created with Birthing in New Earth. And it feels so good to collaborate with you on this event that we're doing on the solstice because it's kind of like a good excuse to hang out together exactly. and like create exactly. something together. So I love that. Exactly. Great. So I, I wanted to start 
because what we're what we're doing the event is a collaboration with Birthing in New Earth and Karma Collab. So I wanted to hear more about for the audience to hear more about what Karma Collab is about and how this kind of came about. And because I know there's lots of pieces and it's very um, linked to your your dharma and your purpose and your passion and and your love for India. So maybe you can share a little bit about that. Yeah. So I have. Well, pre-COVID, I'd been going to India every year for the last 10 years. And there were so many times where I really felt the call to do something there, you know, to give back in some way because I felt that I had received so much from this place and this land and the wisdom that's held in the culture there through yoga and studying Ayurveda and just being there is a teaching in itself. Yes. And so, yeah, I mean, I think most of my biggest initiations and learnings were not necessarily like in the ashram but really in the streets and (laughs) having to put the practice into, into practice, you know. So... Um, yeah, I'd done volunteer work at lots of different organizations throughout those years. And eventually I landed on this idea of making jewelry because I was also, I am obsessed with jewelry (laughs) and these kind of initial designs just came to me very synchronistically during a festival called Navaratri, which is the nine nights of the goddess, celebrating the goddess in all her different forms. And so the initial spark was this jewellery collection. And then I was like, okay, the jewellery can raise money for something and go back to the community, go back to India in some way. And then as, you know, as the idea started to come down and come through, it became more and more clear, like, okay, I really want to focus on girls, women and girls, you know, there's so many different aspects of India that need help and so many aspects of our planet that need help, you know. Yes. But I felt for me personally, and everyone has their own calling, you know, and their own mm. dharma. But for me, I felt really activated when I was speaking to the young girls and speaking to the young mothers and caring about their circumstance. And that's what got me personally fired up. Mm-hmm. of knowing like, okay, this has to change. Like we cannot be living in the way that we are, you know, in our bubbles in Australia and even here in Bali to an extent, you know, it's, it's a completely different reality. And I just was, my, my mind was boggled as how these girls and these women are living in this way, you know, with no access to education or even basic hygiene, living, you know, within domestic violence circumstances and really having no out, no option and no way to empower themselves through, you know, financially and all of these roadblocks. So anyway, eventually once I got clear that, yeah, I want to focus on women and girls and the key to breaking this cycle of poverty is really through education. Mm. So we started there and started working with this incredible school for girls 
And these are girls that are so sassy and vibrant and <laughs> wild that I just love them. You know, they just, they <laughs> are the epitome of like the free gypsy spirit with no limitations, even though they're, mm. you know, their life, like the lottery that they've been dealt is what we would perceive to be, you know, pretty, pretty dire and pretty limited, but their spirit mm. is so free. Mm. Mm. It's really inspiring. And so providing education for these girls that would otherwise not have access to it. And, you know, most times they are the first people or the first girls in their family to ever receive education. You know, their mothers, their aunties, it's it's not been possible before. So that's what's been happening for the last like six or seven years. And now mm. more recently over the last like maybe one or two years, we've also expanded into supporting mothers specifically in the birthing process and postpartum. So providing her with access to, you know, basic hygiene stuff that you need for a birth, safety and medical assistance when needed and wanted and also, yeah, supporting her through those days and weeks after the birth, which we all know, any mother knows that those weeks are just as crucial as the birth if not more so Mm. so I really really especially since having my own baby I feel really really impassioned to be supporting the mums in this way and you know surprise like much to my surprise often these girls that are giving birth are just children themselves you know yeah yeah so so that's what we're doing with Karma Collab mainly focused in rural India, up in the north, and now as of just recently, the last few months and going forward into next year, we're also supporting girls and women in the same ways here in Bali, so in the communities that need it because Bali has also been really rocked by this pandemic, not necessarily with the virus, but the economy is completely touristic. Yeah. yeah, it's completely based on tourism and so we haven't had any tourism for two years and so the economy has completely, the old economy has been crushed and new mm. new things are coming, but, you know, it's definitely been a huge, huge adjustment for many communities here. Mm. So that's what it's all about. Yay. And it feels to me like, you know, we are in this position where we have education, yeah. like our community, yeah. we have received education and we are empowered, you know, to create our own abundance and I feel very passionate about the idea of circulating abundance and that's actually Mm. what Mm. expands it and grows it, not holding on tightly to what we have, but to give what we've been given. That's really the essence of Kamako Lab, to give what we've been given and that can be in many different forms. Mm. So, yeah, one of the ways that we raise money is through doing events we haven't been doing many in-person events, but online now is definitely a beautiful way for our our global network of epic, empowered, abundant women to to like join forces and do something big, you know, do something bigger than just our individual selves when we come together. Yeah. It's so powerful. So, so powerful. And I mean, I just, I love, I love what you're doing and everything that you, you know, 
is just seeing this this bigger picture of what we can do as you know as educated empowered women and this whole I love how you said it's just the energy circulation is about giving and receiving and there's this constant um flow state and when we mm-hmm. can tap tap into that and you know this is what birthing a new earth is about it is about gathering mm-hmm. together as community as empowered women and rising together so that again we can help the collective we can rise in the collective because this is what's so important at this time in this very crazy world we're living in but it's very it's shifting you can feel the energy shifting and these are the things that need to be happening you know you know these um entrepreneurial women or people coming together and um yeah making making that change and we don't have to do it by Mm -hmm. ourselves anymore and I think that's something you know Mm -hmm. we've talked about a lot you know this more feminine approach to the way we do business to the way you know you like to talk about feminine approach to activism and it's more collaborative you know karma collab it's more collective you know the birthing in new earth collective we we need to come together to make these ripples of change even um Mm. yeah absolutely yeah, collaboration is one of the key values of this project, Kamakoi Lab, obviously. And I really do feel that, you know, when we come together, it's easier, it's more fun, and yeah. we can have a way bigger impact. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's just, it's like even just doing this together, you know, it's like, it does feel, it feels so much more fun. <laughs> it's so much more fun. You know, and I think that's, it's a very um, programmed way that we've kind of been, you know, in our society is that it's the more individualistic. It's me doing things on my own. I have to carry the weight of the world on my shoulders by myself. And I feel like that's old, <laughs> old paradigm. It's so old. <laughs> and it's, it kind of ties back to this concept that I used to always talk about in my yoga classes when I was teaching regularly is this trap this cultural narrative that we have that it needs to be hard and I really really feel deeply that it doesn't have to be hard doesn't have to be hard in order for something to be of value and of Mm -hmm. importance it can be easeful and in fact when we are living in alignment with our dharma with our truth, in our flow, mm-hmm. however we like to understand it, there is an undeniable sense of ease. And that's a, that's always a signal to me, like, okay, on the right track, things are happening easily, there's momentum, there's flow, there's magnetism, doesn't have to be hard. And it's mm. such a trap. It's such a it's such an old trap that I think we continuously have to like untie ourselves from because it's so insidious. Yeah, totally. And I I think this this is, you know, this is about the feminine approach, you know, the more divine feminine, we're awakening that aspect of us, you know, we've been working in a more masculine push, go, go. Mm -hmm. And whilst there is importance to have a a structure or have a container of a, but then with that feminine aligned approach is what makes it more easeful. Yeah, totally. Of course, we're not like denying the value of the masculine either, but it needs to be balanced. And if we're Mm. only pushing and only striving and only kind of hustling, then that is a signal to me that, okay, 
there is something missing here. We need to bring in, yeah, more of that feminine and receptive mode and allow things to come to us and through us, mm-hmm. you know. It's, it's like yeah. the kind of archetype of pregnancy and birth is so throughout all of the work that I do, you know, like these projects, these kind of seed intentions coming through me, my, you know, vessel, and I know you feel the same way about business as well. Yeah, it's like this, it has its own shakti, it has its own energy to it. And then we we, we birth it and we put it out and it becomes its own thing, you know. It becomes its own entity with its own power and, you know, almost in a way separate from us even though, it yeah. comes through us. It's not. It's like a child, you know. It's not. It's like ours. a child. It's like, yeah, I know. And it helped. This helps me so much. Like I really, you know, in birthing, in birthing in new earth, mm. it's something that I really have sat with when I start to identify more with birthing in new earth, and that's when I become more. Um, it's a more ego based, and I become more stressed or anxious, and it's my identity. And then when I when I step back and I'm like, oh no, I'm actually just the vessel to bring this in. And it's this separate entity, this baby, and it's, I'm just nurturing the garden of it. Mm-hmm. It feels, um, it feels lighter. It feels fun. It feels more holistic. It feels, yeah. Yeah. Easy. And we're not, there's space to let the thing become whatever it wants to become rather than yeah. our expectations trying to like, you know, mold it and shape it into this rigid thing that we think it should be it's like for me most of the projects that I've done throughout my life whether it's the you know doing the yoga studio or doing flow festival which usually happens around this time of year but of course we're not doing it this year um but that as well you know allowing it to and karma collab I feel the same way allowing these things to evolve and and shift and Mm. change to serve Mm. whatever is needed at that time you know especially if we're going to stick with something for years of course it needs to change and evolve yeah as we do you know yeah and you know what I what I've seen as well it's 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 like the the evolution you know so you have these ideas come through and then you can see that this idea is giving birth to another idea. But if this idea didn't come first, then this idea would have never came. And so it's it's having that fluidity and that openness to see how it wants to flow. Mm-hmm. flow like and this kind of goes for so many different things in our life, you know, like even a relationship. Like if we're clinging too tightly of how it needs to look and the box that it needs to be in and shaping it into this rigid thing, then Mm. we're kind of missing the magic of what it can be and what it wants to evolve into. It can, yeah, we can apply that same kind of theme to basically anything, I think. Totally. Totally. Mm. It's because it's, and then, you know, like what, because we, in our limited minds can see only a certain aspect of what we're seeing, but, you know, we can't, even fathom what the, you know, when that drop first came in, like what, what that could actually be. And that's why it's so important. We kind of limit ourselves so much through Mm -hmm. this um, sense of wanting to control or to contrive or to um, 
you know, it's, it gives, it feels like it's a sense of security, but actually Mm. it's just, it's fear and it's limiting. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. It's just great. It's great. It's great to chat about this. It's great because I feel like this is where, you know, this is this new paradigm or this shift that we're feeling is to, you know, leaving these old ways that are no longer serving us, you know, the patriarchal paradigm or these um, ways that, you know, what they served us for, for something. And now it's Mm -hmm. it's time to let that, to let that go and move into into this new way, into this more, you know, where it is this or organic giving and receiving and, you know, this more feminine approach and bringing this harmony and balance back into the feminine and the masculine and the way that we do things on the daily, you know, finding the sacredness within every aspect of our life, you know, so we're talking about, you know, soul-led businesses right now, mm. you know, living that soul-led life in every aspect from, you know, and like you said, when we start to incorporate these principles, it, it flows into every aspect of our life. And so this is kind of, you know, in this transition period, I, I always um, talk about birth as well. And this point that we are in, in our planet is that we're in the transition phase of birth. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like, Where you like want to throw up. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. You know, yeah, but it's like this. that. <laughs> It's the pressure cooker, you know, but you're about, we're about to birth in, you know, new earth. We're about to to birth our babies. We're about to birth our businesses and, and all this seems, um, can seem intense, mm-hmm. but we're in that transition phase. But it so, has a purpose. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Totally. And so let's talk more about um, what, this event. So we, you know, I want to get into like the event is called Activate Your Light and what does that mean? And I think that's very much linked to what you were speaking about earlier about like Dharma and purpose and our calling. Um, so maybe you can share a little bit about that. Yeah, this word, you know, like activate and, and activism, you know, the variations of this word have been kind of circling me for for a while and I felt initially a bit of resistance to the word activism because Mm. I thought you know Kamakola no we're not it's not really it's not a charity it's also you know it's not active like I didn't think okay this is activist work but I had, you know, these notions about activism being like very, like forceful and angry. Yeah. And, you know, I think there's definitely a place for that warrior spirit, but it's just, it's not in me at this moment, you know? Mm -hmm. And so the word activism didn't really resonate, but what I've kind of come to realize is no, we can claim this word activism and the way in which we're approaching activism in this more feminine way doesn't have to be hard and angry and forceful and, you know, like chaining ourselves to a tree or whatever. It's, (laughs) it can be this very nurturing, Mm. uh, abundant, easeful approach and I I strongly believe that that 
can and will be just as impactful as being angry and being yeah. forceful. Uh, and I, so... Yeah, I, I totally agree. <laughs> it's kind of, I think this is something we've talked like, it's not a revolution, it's the evolution, you know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's um, yeah, that we can do this in a more peaceful approach. And it, it does come back to doing a lot of work within ourselves and, and then, um, yeah, how we want to share that with the world. But yeah, sorry. For sure. Ahead. And if we are living our, our Dharma, and uh, I'm going to be speaking about this. Well, actually, everyone who um, joins our events on the solstice will also receive my class on discovering your dharma straight away. As soon as you enroll, you'll get that. And so we go deep into what it means to be living your dharma. But you know, if we're if we're living our dharma, then of course our business is going to be an extension of our soul, and mm. that too, you know, to have this like negative connotations around work and business and having them be like in this more I guess just to use simple terms like a more masculine way of being and doing Mm. no our businesses are our livelihood they're our creative expression Mm. and so yeah it's only it's only natural that they are also an expression of our soul you know if we're living in, in align with that in alignment yeah and so the, the concept of activate your light is, like you said, activating your, your dharma. You know, we're all, you know, like many little flames doing our work. <laughs> and, of course, that makes like such a bigger light. And I think what's important in this moment, in this solstice, whether you're in the north hemisphere having the winter solstice and that real depth of darkness or you're in the Mm. south in australia or in in asia and you know we're at the peak of light either way they're both you know two sides of the same coin but this solstice point is about stillness so Mm. really like lighting that flame lighting that dharma within ourselves and you know our dharma also shifts and changes and evolves as we do it's not one singular action yeah um but yeah at this solstice it feels very necessary to amplify our Mm. own inner light and each other's Mm. light because yes we are definitely in a dark age right now and it's like what do we want to be putting our energy to of course we want to be informed and of course we want to you know have a degree of knowledge of what is unfolding in our culture and our society but at the end of the day what do we want to put our energy into what do we want to feed and of course for us and for I guess anyone listening to this and everyone who uh, registers for the event it's going to be putting fuel on the fire of that of our light Mm. and so that's what we're doing with the event yes Um, yes everything yes to that because it 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 really is this this um you know I love how you said about that sitting in stillness and this you know whatever wherever we're at and I feel like we're really being called because we all come you know we all come to this world we all have a purpose or dharma and again that can change but I feel in this pivotal moment in time it really is about activating that flame and activating that light so we could be of service in this time and help 
through this transition. And, you know, and then again, you know, everyone's, you know, I, I talk to a lot of, you know, a lot of people and they're like, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm meant to be doing. I don't know what my purpose is or what my calling is. And, you know, and, and then I always say that, you know, we're, we're all going to be doing something different, even if you're like tending a garden or, you know, mothering your beautiful children, this is all part of it. You know, there's no like grandeur, um, notion or um, thing that you need to be doing. It's, you know, coming back and activating the light, lighting the flame, you know, coming into alignment. And then from that space, then you kind of, you'll know, you'll be in, in that more feminine approach that we spoke of, then the, the things come to you. It just opens, the drops come in. And I know that's, you know, mm-hmm. what happened to me for birthing a new earth. It was, it was a moment of um, kind of deep inner, like I went into hermit mode for about three months, you know, and you were in India and you had these moments and then the clarity comes, but it was, it was through, you know, coming into that alignment that we opened up to the, to be the vessel, to bring those drops in. And I think that's, um, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, we need this stillness definitely, Mm -hmm. whether that's on a daily basis or, you know, a bigger chunk on a weekly basis or, you know, on, in the flow of a year, like you said, maybe like there's space for three months of just being still. And we need that stillness. If we're continuously doing, 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 and this is like I'm preaching to the choir for sure. I don't even really need to say this, but if we're continuously doing and distracted and busy, then we, again, are limiting the flow of what's possible. So having the stillness is when we get clear and actually being in that void space and getting comfortable with not doing is, I think, really, really key in my you know explorations in Dharma work. Mm. This is really key to understanding what is our next step and being clear on that. And when we are clear, we can't get off track no matter what yeah. we're doing, no matter what yeah. our daily actions might look like like you said whether you're in the garden or you're mothering or you're you know doing your service work or creative work whatever it might look like if you're clear then you'll never Mm. be off track yeah you can't you can't be off track you can't be off dharma if you're (laughs) if you're listening you know yeah it's not possible (laughs) and you know i know i know for myself and what i've seen for myself over the it's I, I can I don't I never feel like I'm off track I may have doubts that come in or things that start to like I second guess myself but then when I come back and I'm like and I sink in and I ground in and I find that stillness then I'm like oh yeah I'm clear again mm-hmm. it's just only you exactly. know you can't it's it's you know because we are human and we experience the ebbs and flows and the emotions and there's the external you know it's like sometimes you look what's happening in the external and you're like what the, what the, mm-hmm. you know, what the hell, what are we doing here? And then it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Just, I have ground back in, connect to nature. That's my, um, you know, stillness, nature, movement of the body. These are all the things that help me to anchor back in, ground back in. And then remember, oh yeah, I remember now. I remember what I'm oh, doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the feeling. It's a remembering. Yeah. We know this stuff. Our soul knows this stuff. We don't have to learn it. We don't have to, you know, even, yeah, we don't need to reach for it in any way. It's already yeah. there. We just need to remember. And, and what also really helps me is like knowing that this is bigger than me. <laughs> it's not about me. 
<laughs> we need to again then that comes back to just taking you out of the picture like this entity this thing whatever but, you know, whether it's a child or again, like your garden or your business or, you know, this is something you're just tending mm. to. And it's not a it's not about you. There's always the bigger thing that's happening. And that always mm-hmm. helps me as well mm-hmm. to to work through those self-doubts or those mm-hmm. ego thoughts that come in. <laughs> yeah, totally. Hmm. Yeah. So it's 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 just I think this is. You know, it's such a beautiful time on our planet. And I think, you know, like you said, we can focus on what is going wrong and or what we don't want to be happening. But I think this is just such a beautiful time if we can see the other side of things about what we can create in these moments. You know, the, the chaos, the transition is where the seeds of change are planted and it's just so powerful, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and and I know that, you know, it can, you know, we're, we're kind of dancing into the unknown, we're moving into this unknown territory, uncharted territory, you know, that for many of us haven't been there, you know, whether it's old, ancient, whatever, we're cycling back <laughs> to, um, but this is, this is, you know, this is what we came here for, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just thinking about that image of you know us as a collective, as humanity being in transition right now, being in the transition process of birth, where it is, you know, the most challenging, the most kind of unknown, and you're really like in the underworld of, yeah, between worlds in a way. Mm-hmm. And I just have this vision, you know, if we're like lighting our like individual inner candles and just being, it's like the light at the end of the tunnel sort of thing Mm. and anchoring that, anchoring that because I know that anyone listening to this podcast is familiar with that, you know, um, that role of being the anchor for the light and for the new world and the new way. And it's time now, like we said in the, in the, you know, when we're initially conceiving of this gathering, this event, it's, it's time to step up and that those key words of step up really feel like, very potent right now Mm. and we have a choice like and I know it's like when I talk about ease there's sometimes you know this like question of like oh but does that mean it's always easy you know yeah there's a difference between ease and easy you know, of course, yeah. things are not always easy. Of course, shit happens and life gives us, you know, our challenges and our and our opportunities to learn. But the way that we navigate them can be done with ease. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's what we're, that's the invitation for this event to step up in an easeful way. And mm. it will be easeful because we have this community, this yeah. incredible community of support. And this is really 
like when the rubber hits the road, this is women supporting women, not just like a hashtag, you know, <laughs> this is how we do it. You know, we come yeah. together, we hear each other's stories, we learn from one another, mm. we contribute to one another's life. And in this event, we're going to be contributing not only to ourselves and each other's, you know, learnings and each other's um, dharma work, but the coolest thing for me anyway is the fact that we are simultaneously giving back to giving, not not necessarily like just giving back, but giving. We're giving freely to these mm. women and girls, our sisters on the other side of the world that need us. Mm. We all need each other. We're all interdependent. We're not independent. We are interconnected just like everything in nature. And we're only going to get as far as kind of the 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 bottom of the you know yeah like pile. I don't know how to explain what I'm kind of envisioning, but it's like we're only as fast as the last person who's straggling along yeah. at the end, yeah. you know. And so we need to like scoop everyone up and not that we're going to mm. like save anyone, but we are empowered. You know, we, if you're listening to the podcast, you are empowered to give. And this is something else that I talk about in the Calm Collab work and the ambassadorship. It's like we don't need to wait to be rich to start giving back. No. And in fact, when we start giving, <laughs> And I've seen this in my own life and I always say this is like not financial advice and I'm not really here to talk or teach about abundance. But <laughs> in my own life, I've seen the more that I put Karma Collab and giving as front and center of my energy and my effort, my time, the more I get back, the more I receive. Yeah. And that's, you know, not only like energetically and oh, I feel so great, but no, financially. There's more mm. magnetism, there's more flow, mm -hmm. and then in turn I can circulate more out to the mm. the people and the projects and the products and, you know, the services that I feel aligned to and that I feel like I want to support. Mm. Yeah, it's it's so true. And, and this is the, the energy the energy of the the whatever cosmos it's the giving and the receiving mm -hmm. it's just this, exactly this natural flow that we've kind of become a little bit detached from our program to think a little bit differently and when we start to tap into that flow then it is this abundance this you know and then we start to see the bigger picture we start to see the interconnectedness of everything and what I really love what you said is and what something I say a lot is you know we we've you know, we've, we've been on a, this path for a long time and we've done a lot of inner work and now we feel, you know, I feel, and I know you feel more free in yourself, but that's, that's not the end of the road, <laughs> you know, like mm -hmm. we're not, we're not, we're not free until we're all free. And so this is like where we come back in, into service, like to be of service and how, you know, that's our dharma and our purpose and whatever that looks like. And again, that can look different to, is going to look different for everyone, but it's like this, you know, full circle back where we feel, start to feel more whole in ourselves and free within ourselves. Then it's like, okay, we're, we're, we're all in this together, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and this is, this is, you know, what's so beautiful, you know, and I talk a lot, like 
when we start to gather, you know, with the Birthing in New Earth Collective, it's about uplifting each other as women entrepreneurs or business doing this together. But then it's like, okay, how do we uplift humanity? And how do we help those that, you know, have been born into different situations? You know, Mm -hmm. um, it's so important to... It's like, that's the next evolution. The next evolution. The next is... I mean, we have a long way to go. So <laughs> long. Where, yeah, when I look around at what's happening and how people are living on this planet, it's like, okay, yeah, we are not done yet. <laughs> we, have, we have a lot of work to do. But yes. I think this, when we're tuned into the energy of giving and receiving, being receptive and in an abundance mindset, then it's also what makes the Dharma work or it makes yeah. you know, our, our being of service, it, that's what makes it sustainable. Yeah. Because if we're totally. continuously and solely giving and giving out and giving back, then of course we're going to become depleted. And again, this is like the yeah. old model of activism yeah. where there's burnout and in the end, not much changes because it's not sustainable. The energy isn't there to sustain it. And so this more, yeah, reciprocal balanced approach, it actually gives the work longevity. And that's Mm -hmm. when I think about, yeah, we have a long way to go. We have to make this Dharma work, whatever you feel called, whatever your own personal unique Dharma is at this current time, it needs to be sustainable. Mm. It needs to have longevity because mm. that's when that's where we're going to actually see the changes that we want to, and we're actually yeah. going to, yeah, evolve. Otherwise, we're just going to be in this pattern again and again and yeah. again, which it kind of feels like we are right now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so true. That's this this the sustainability by knowing you know that, that we have you know source connection. We're good. In that receiving that we can, you know, that's something I've worked a lot on to be able to receive because I was in that pattern of giving lots and, and, and then now just opening up and being receiving, then it's like, oh yeah. And then even when, you know, when you said we have a lot of work to do, you know, I, I felt it did, it did feel heavy, you know, like before it might've felt a little mm. bit heavy. To, oh my gosh, we have so much to do. How are we going to do all this? You know, but but when you say like, yeah, we have a lot of work to do. It's like, okay, let's do it. You know, it's like a, yeah. a totally different. It's like, okay, we have a really messy, like, it's like you have a massive party and then it's like, you look at the house the next morning, like, okay, we have a lot of work to do, but it's okay. We have the power. We have let's the put to the do tunes. it. Let's put the tunes yeah, put on. Put the music on. Let's get, let's get all our sisters together and we'll tidy up together, dance around the house. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. it's so much more fun and easy when we do it together. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and then it's also, there's no like finite, like this is where we're heading and this is where we want to be. And this is, it's just more than, then it becomes like, I keep pulling this card out of this this deck and it's called the dance of life. You know, so then Mm. we're we're just, we're just dancing in life, doing what we need to do. And this more, this lighter, as we activate our light, we become lighter, (laughs) you know, that Mm -hmm. that feeling Mm. of lightness and, you know, permeates through our being and our life and our mind and all all levels of us. And, and that's how we start, you know, approach the daily and Mm -hmm. 
Mm. I think what you said about uh, not being so familiar with being in the receiving mode is something that I think most people can resonate with. Yeah. And what came to mind when you were saying that is also men, you know. Of course, women, it's easy for us to see that, yes, we have been giving, 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 giving to the point of depletion for generations. That's nothing new. I think we've all, you know, acknowledged that and we're doing the work now to be in this more receptive mode and be open to receive, willing and ready to receive whatever we desire. But the men as well have not been Mm. receiving, hence Mm. the total depletion, the total Mm. disconnect from the feminine, the total burnout and, you know, even down to, I mean, so many examples come to mind, but like, even just thinking about, yeah, the way that men have been conditioned to relate to yeah. their emotions, relate mm. to work, relate to providing, relate to, you know, even like in the act of, of sex, you know, there's so much, there's such a lack mm. of receptivity. Mm. And I think if we are truly going to evolve of course, the men are going to be receiving as well. Yeah. And, but it's yeah. kind of like there's this, um, you know, understanding when it, when you come into the world of girls' education and, um, yeah, providing education for girls. And it's like when you provide education for a girl, it goes on to provide education for not only her, but her immediate family, all yeah. her sisters, her mothers, her aunties, yeah. and then also the next generation. So it's like this exponential investment. Yeah. You know, we invest $1 and we get like a, a return of like, I don't know, $1,000 or something, you know. Yeah. It's it's this exponential um, giving really and mm. receiving. And so... Uh, I don't know why I was going down that tangent, but <laughs> yeah, basically, oh yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was thinking. It's like, yeah, you provide education for girls and you empower women through birth and the men also benefit, yeah. you know, yeah. the boys also yeah. benefit. It's a, it's so true. And that's kind of what, what I was getting when you were um, speaking and, and I've heard, you know, many people talk about this is you know because it's because I, I talk about like birthing a new earth is awakening the feminine you know awakening mm-hmm. the divine feminine so there's the divine feminine within women and men but I feel in this time it is the women that are rising first women that are stepping up you know men are doing it too but then we help other like this is and everyone starts to step up there's this this ripple effect um that and it's the feminine nature to embrace and yeah. to to like bring everyone along for the ride. That's just what mm-hmm. we do, you know, that's yeah. our natural state. Yeah. It's not this every man for himself mindset. Yeah. And then it's like when we when we are starting to step up into that receiving ship, then, then men can, you know, then when we step up and then we're giving from this whole space, you know, then it's the, the you know, it's the, the toxicity of the way that we've been giving and receiving and 
doing our relationships mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. is, is um, and then when we come into this new way of you know where we're all stepping up into our power and our purpose and our dharma and our feminine within all of us then this um yeah this is how the new way gets paved mm. yeah it's so cool there's so many layers like there's the energetic layers of yeah there's giving receiving masculine feminine stuff and then mm. it goes all the way through to like the real world this is what we're doing this is how we're stepping up this is the change that we're making you know this is the actual like real world tangible results of these energetic principles mm. yes and then you bring it all back to birth and birth is where it all starts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Totally. I love start that. Giving, giving birth in these more, you know, holistic, beautiful, safe spaces and ripples of change. Mm-hmm. Ah, Absolutely. This is so exciting. This is very exciting. <laughs> I love chatting with you. <laughs> I love chatting with you too. Should so, we yes. explain a little bit about like, yeah. the nuts and bolts of the event? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go into the event now. So the event is going to be on December 19th, starting at 10 a.m. GMT, so London time. And it's going to be amazing. There's going to be um, you know, quite, a, quite a few women, six, seven, we've, we're still, people are still coming in and it's just going to be a, like a day retreat where you can, um, you know, it's, it's a Sunday, you can have the whole day to just dive deep with us. You'll have the recordings, you can come, there'll be live sessions. It's going to be, you know, Dharma talks. It's going to be um, movement practices. It's going to be um, meditations. It's going to, everything. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So just to be clear, we've got like six or seven speakers uh, or presenters that are going to be sharing their wisdom. And yeah, it's going to be, I think, a really nice balance, like you said, of embodiment practices, meditation practices, also like educational and informative interactive workshops. So it's going to be, yeah, kind of like going on a little day retreat. I would invite anyone who's registered to, you know, create a beautiful space at home, create your little altar, create, you know, like some beautiful food for yourself or tea or whatever to have throughout the day and let it be, yeah, a real ritual of retreat Mm. and Mm. nourishment and it can be, yeah, really special. I'm also just imagining, you know, like our our sisters in London and in the UK, it's like the, the deep, dark, cold winter and, you know, we're just... We're just like uh, moving towards the solstice day, which is just a couple of days after the event, the Sunday. Mm. And so it is this real like portal time, you know, where we have these like veils between worlds are thin and our intentions are magnified and Mm. there's, there's real magic in the air. Of course, like there's magic all the time, but there's these special junctions of yeah. time throughout the year that our ancestors all recognized in different ways. And the solstice mm-hmm. is, is a big one. And yeah, I, you know, also just thinking of 
you know, our, our friends and our community in Australia, it's like, okay, we're in this celebration time of abundant light and what better time to be supported in activating your light when mm. the natural world is also reflecting that back to you in so many different ways, you know, like the longest day of the year, so much sun, so much, you know, like moon and stars, visibility. It's just, it's, it's abundant all around us. So we can draw from mm. the natural world in that way. And it's like, kind of like, okay, we pull a little bit of that light down, especially if we're not feeling it within ourselves, but we can, we can be inspired and be, you know, uh, like informed in a way with what's going on outside of us and, and like mm. anchor that within ourselves. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be really nice. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be beautiful. And, you know, and, and then to know that we're doing this around the globe, you know, we're, we're setting these attentions mm-hmm. coming together, you know, and again, that's the, the power, you know, when it does get, you know, it does get scary when we, we are meeting, you know, maybe some restrictions or some shadows or, you know, we, we're being called to step up, you know, it's, it's like, whew, you know, that, that, kind of scary feeling but when we know that we're doing this together and we have mm. that support and we have that community this is this is what makes it easier in this time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. totally and all of the proceeds from the event are going to come a collab so you know that your your ticket your price of entry is just a direct donation giving back so you can feel you know really empowered about that and know that we are going to be sponsoring a girl in India and we're also going to be sponsoring a mother here in Bali in her in her birth process and postpartum so it's really really cool it's like nothing to lose really just everything to <laughs> everything yeah, everything to receive yeah to receive oh so exciting this is this is going to be a beautiful you can keep the recordings and have them for you know for your next month as we enter into this next cycle into the new year I feel 2022 is going to be a really I feel it's Mm. going to be a really powerful year so I think this is this this work we're doing this gathering that we're doing you know we're coming together in this time is it's potent it's very potent yeah for sure and these offerings that are going to be included within within the gathering I would you know invite invite anyone who's registered or is curious to register to revisit these videos and these teachings throughout the next three months as we go towards the equinox in March. So this mm-hmm. time from, from December to March, I would, you know, like on a regular basis, whether it's like weekly or monthly, revisit the the videos and the teachings that resonate with you, do the practices again and continue to anchor, to anchor, to anchor because we are going to need our strength and our resilience Mm -hmm. and the more we familiarize ourselves with the practices and the and the wisdom Mm -hmm. offered in this in this gathering again the easier it is and just to have that touch point of like oh yeah that's right that's what I remember you know feeling at that time when we're all together to revisit that can be really powerful as well Mm. totally totally we need yeah these these tools these sources these these inspirations to keep us you know keep coming back into ourselves as we as we navigate these next months and the unknowns that we see and the the bit of chaos that we will more more than likely see in the world unfolding (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
Oh, okay. So okay, you, this has been beautiful. If you want to know more, if you want to sign up, the links are below. And we look forward to sharing with you in like less than two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's soon. So as soon as it's you soon. register, the link will be in the bio and you will receive straight away my discovering your Dharma uh, class. So you can do that straight away and kind of get yourself prepped for the gathering on the 19th. Yeah. Perfect. Love you, my dearest. Love you too, Sam. So grateful for you. And thank you all for joining. And we look forward to share with you and activate your light solstice event happening December 19th. And if you have any questions, you can come and ask me or ask Sam, but you can ask me at Instagram, I guess, in the DMs. Yeah. Yeah. Yoga underscore alchemy. Yeah. You can put them in the the show notes. Yeah. All right. Much love, everyone. Ciao. Thank you for joining the podcast today. If you'd like to know more about Birthing in New Earth, our gatherings, events, our amazing collective of speakers, please join us over at Instagram at Birthing in New Earth. If you liked what you listened to today, please subscribe, leave us some stars, any comments. We'd love to hear from you. Any topics that you want us to talk about, please send it through. Thank you for being here and have a beautiful day.